From the Capitol in Madison, this is WIS Politics Midday. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kelnhofer with WISPolitics.com, here with a midday podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm joined in the office by Kate Morton, my colleague. We're going to be talking about absentee ballot envelopes, the Joint Committee for Review of Administrative Rules, and the Wisconsin Elections Commission. So, Kate, why are those agencies interesting right now? So, Adam, the Joint Committee for Review of Administrative Rules voted to suspend Wisconsin Elections Commission rule that would have staff issue new guidance to clerks on curing missing or incorrect information on absentee ballot envelopes. That is a very complicated sentence, but we're going to explain it. So one of the reasons why this is so important is actually because it isn't totally clear to either the committee or Wisconsin Elections Commission what this means. It seems there is some debate over the significance of this decision and what it could mean for elections moving forward. Yeah, Kate, and to be clear, if you were to ask either of those bodies, they would say it is clear from their perspectives, but when you combine both of their perspectives, they are conflicting. So uh, basically what's happening here is in 2016, the Wisconsin Elections Commission uh, issued guidance to local clerks across the state. Those local clerks, obviously in Wisconsin, with our decentralized election system, run the majority of the work that goes on with, you know, facilitating all of our elections statewide and locally even. So this guidance was issued to clerks to kind of tell them how uh, the Wisconsin Elections Commission feels that the clerks are allowed under law, from WEC's perspective, obviously, to cure some of these ballot envelopes. And we're talking about absentee ballot envelopes, not the actual ballot itself, but the envelope that the ballot goes into and then goes into the mail. So in this guidance, clerks were uh, basically guided in how to correct, you know, maybe a missing digit in the zip code of a voter's address or, you know, fill in the apartment number of someone's address, things like that. So That guidance has been in place for both the 2016 election and the 2020 election, and a lot of Republicans took issue in the 2020 election, actually after the 2020 election came out, about some of this ballot envelope curing. So, Kate, we had a meeting in the Joint Committee for Review of Administrative Rules to vote on that rule from WEC. And it's really important to note here, the rule that JCRAR voted on, WEC argues, was only to direct uh, WEC staff to basically send out that guidance to clerks. The rule wasn't actually about creating that guidance or posting that guidance on the website. So, uh, Kate, why don't you break that meeting down for us here? So co-chair of the committee, Steve Nass, he basically argued there's no state law that gives WEC the authority to tell clerks they can cure these ballot envelopes or that they cannot cure those ballot envelopes. He's saying that the legislature and not those administrative bodies like WEC can make those decisions and has the authority to do that. So during this meeting, we also heard from Representative Gary Hebel of Sun Prairie, the Democrat. He basically argued that the committee shouldn't suspend that guidance because it could call into question what the definition of an address is under the law. He made the argument that it wasn't clear 
and this could lead to a lot of litigation in the future. And also, we have obviously seen the Wisconsin Elections Commissioner and Jacobs take issue with this decision and disagree with Senator Noss on what it means. Yeah, Kate, and we've actually already seen this litigation start. We saw the litigation start before the JCRER uh, meeting when the Waukesha County Republican Party sued the Wisconsin Elections Commission on July 12th uh, over their guidance for this ballot hearing. So um, clearly litigation has already begun on this issue. And like you were saying, uh, Representative Hebel took issue with, um, you know, this suspending this rule because he was saying that there is going to be some confusion over what defines an address. Um, You know, is it the house number? Does it have to include the apartment number? Does it have to include the zip code? You know, the U.S. Postal Service has their own address definition. um, And sometimes you can send a letter without information in that definition of the address, and it'll still get to that address that you intended to. Uh, So that's definitely interesting. And also in existing state law, there is a provision in ballot hearing that actually does allow clerks to correct some of that missing or incorrect information on absentee ballot envelopes. But the problem here is the state law allows clerks to return the ballot envelope to voters, and there's no clear definition of what it means to return the envelope to voters. Uh, In that committee hearing, Hebel was saying, you know, does that mean that clerks can email the voter and ask them to come back and complete their ballot? Can they call the voter and ask them to complete the ballot? Even in the statute, it says the office of the clerk. It doesn't explicitly say the clerk themselves. So that would either have to be Uh, cleared up with legislation that would have to pass through both the Assembly and the Senate, or it would have to be cleared up in litigation with the courts. Uh, So basically with this rule suspended, we kind of have to wait and see how to define the existing state law here. And Hebel said that that is a pretty major issue. But Nas was saying that he doesn't feel that it's such a big issue, and he doesn't feel that it's so unclear. Yes, that's right, Adam. Um, you talked to Senator Noss the other day, and he basically told you that what the Wisconsin Elections Commission is trying to do is wrong, illegal, and stunning and how brazen it is. So he is clearly um, committed to his interpretation, and as is Ann Jacobs of Wisconsin Elections Commission. And moving forward, he is actually asking legislative leaders to file a lawsuit to stop the Elections Commission from continuing to issue that guidance. Yeah, Kate, and in talking to me, he also singled out former WEC chair Ann Jacobs. Uh, He said that Jacobs is clearly a Democrat, which we know she is a Democrat, Um, but he said she's working on this commission to advantage her own party and no one else. So, That was interesting to me, and it was also interesting to me that Nas, in talking to me, didn't mention any other commissioners, and the vote that WEC took earlier this month to approve that rule to issue that guidance to local clerks was passed 4-2 on a commission that is evenly partisan split 3-3, so clearly this isn't entirely a partisan issue, and Jacobs, when she talked to me on the phone, said that another reason that this 
isn't a partisan issue is because former WEC commissioner Dean Knudsen, who is a Republican, has talked in commissioner meetings about some of the errors he himself has made on his own absentee ballot envelope. So it's not just Democratic voters who are making these issues on their ballot envelopes. Well, Adam, we'll have to keep an eye on that Waukesha County court case. No hearing scheduled yet in that case. And we'll have to see how clerks end up interpreting this guidance moving forward. Yeah, Kate, it'll definitely be interesting to see what happens with that August 9 primary coming up. It's coming up pretty soon. But if our listeners want to read more about that guidance on ballot hearing and what JCRAR said about it, they can head to our website at wispolitics.com. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for listening to another Midday Podcast brought to you by Spectrum. This has been Wispolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com.